everybody. Welcome back to Holistic Finance. My name is Ryan Burklow. On today's episode, I'm going to talk about how to speak with your spouse about money. This is a such an important topic and it's near and dear to my heart because I think I think if you are not on the same page with your spouse about money, how in the world are you going to end up in the lifestyle and life that you want? this year, next year, and definitely in the future. It's vital to have this conversation and it's a struggle to have this conversation because maybe we're struggling with money, so we don't want to talk about it. Or maybe we just have different opinions of money. In both both of those examples, how are you going to get on the same page if we don't talk about it, right? It's so vital. So today, uh, I'm going to give you three things to talk about, and they don't have to all be spoken about in the same meeting. Matter of fact, don't, but I'm going to kind of give you three steps to take uh, to to get on that page and to, to really start that conversation. And so step one is, and this is what my wife and I did uh, early on in our life, which uh, we did it by accident. So we didn't plan this. but when we were when we were talking with one another, we had this like kind of grand vision of what we wanted to build inside of our family and what we wanted life to look like. And so we sat down and, and had that conversation. And I think early on when you're dating, kind of had that conversation. Otherwise, maybe you, you wouldn't get married. But I think sometimes when you get married and you get in the thick of things, that conversation almost goes away, right? Because life happens. And so sometimes you got to take a step back again and say, hey, remember when we were dating or remember when we first got married, we had this vision of X or I had this vision of X. What is your vision? What, what is it you're looking like? What is it you want life to look like? And maybe we're not talking 20 or 30 years down the road. Maybe we're talking five or 10 years from now. What is it you envision your life looking like 10 years from now? Right. So for me, I'll give you an example. My wife and I actually just had this type of conversation just the other night. My daughter's 14 and my son is 12. And as we were talking, we all, it all of a sudden hit us like, holy crap, we have like four years left with my daughter before she goes off to school, possibly, and six years with my son. And so we started thinking about, okay, are we set up for funding their education? Are we set up for, like, we started having this conversation, you know, where are we? And we took that a step further and we've always had this vision of owning property in Hawaii. And we've, we've been kind of waiting on that just because we were setting ourselves up for our kids' education, make sure we're, we've got that squared away first. And now that we have that squared away, now we have this conversation around, okay, maybe we should start looking at properties in Hawaii because our vision now, when our kids go off to school, possibly is we're living in Hawaii six months out of the year while our kids are in school. And maybe we're coming back and forth to Washington and Hawaii over that time. So really kind of getting into the empty nester mode, as well as living that, that life that we'd always spoken about. So step one for you all is, have you even had that conversation? with your spouse? Are you on the same page? It's so vital. 
and you each have had your own experience with money. So maybe one of you has this vision of what life will look like, and another person has this vision that's vastly different, and you don't even know it. So start with that vision. And then number two, I would say is, okay, once you understand this vision, okay, that doesn't happen tomorrow. What is it that has to change over the next year? So that's step two, right? So maybe you have one conversation around that vision. So you're on the same page. Maybe another conversation is, and maybe you have this like once a quarter, maybe once every six months. And so the next step is, okay, what, what is it? What are we, what has had got to change over the next year for us to take a step in that direction? This is where you pull up your finances and say, okay, if in five years we wanted to move or open up uh, uh, our own practice or maybe buy out some other person's practice, right? Are we saving enough money to do so? Right? And start looking at, what, okay, what's got to change? So we're, we're maybe you're not saving much money. Okay, what can we do to start doing that? Maybe it's a question of, okay, we've been saving a bunch of money into a retirement account. Well, that retirement account may not be the most accessible place to pull money from if you're going to be buying a new practice. So look at it to, step two is, what has got to change over the next year? And then step three is, okay, what is it you currently look like? Are you currently set up to get what you want next year, right? So what has got to change and how are you currently looking? And so I think it's, it's helpful to understand what the vision is first, then talk about what's got to change to get there, and then talk about how you currently look. I know that seems backwards, but I think if you really know what you want, and you really know what you value, it's much easier to not spend your money, right? And it's it's not easy to not spend money. You know, I think I've told the example of um, when, when I was out and I, I saw a brand new Porsche that was driving and I wanted, I was like, oh, that, that car looks really nice. And I actually went to the dealership, took a test drive and I didn't buy it on the spot. And I came home and I was talking to my wife about it. My wife looks at me and she goes, you're not even a car person. What, what is the value of the Porsche? And so she kind of called me out on, on that, that head junk for whatever reason that popped in my head. And I ended up not getting the Porsche. And the only reason that conversation occurred is we were actually talking with one another. So these three steps, I think, can help you get there. How you start right? So I think it's go pop open a bottle of wine. One of you has to take the, the attention. One of you has to take that first step. And so just say, Hey, let's, let's, why don't we have a conversation on what it is we want, right? How are things going to work? What is it we want? So you pop open a bottle of wine and you just start having a conversation. What is it the two of you value? And it has to be ongoing, right? My wife and I have conversations once a quarter 
And they're just kind of, they're, at this point, they're just checking meetings where we look at, okay, did, did we save the amount of money that we expected to save last quarter? And if we didn't, we figure out why, and then we move on, right? Early on, that might be harder for some than others, but you have to start. So I know this is a quicker episode today, but I ho I'm hoping the takeaway is start having the conversations with your spouse. Work with your advisor to bring the spouse into the conversation if you don't, if you have an advisor. Which leads me to the question of the day. And the question of the day is, how often do you and your spouse talk about money? Head over to holistic-finance.com and at the bottom of that page, there's a spot for you to answer that question. Or if you have any topics on your mind that you would like for us to talk about, feel free to reach out to us uh, on that same site. This podcast is specifically for you naturopathic doctors. We thank you for what you all do for your patients. We want to help spread your message. That's a whole reason we started this to be a resource so you can thrive in your practice. We hope this episode was valuable for you and make it a great day. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities Guardian or Quantified Financial Partners and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value. This material is intended for general public use. By providing this content, Park Avenue Securities LLC is not undertaking to provide investment advice or a recommendation for any specific individual or situation, or to otherwise act in a fiduciary capacity. Please contact a representative for guidance and information that is specific to your individual situation. Brian and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC. OSJ 200 Market Street, Suite 1850, Portland, Oregon 97201. Phone number 503-221-1226. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities member FINRA SIPC. Financial representatives at the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Quantified Financial Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Ryan Burklow, AR Insurance License Number 1531942. CA Insurance License Number 0K24924. Alexander Collins, AR Insurance License Number 7264699. CA Insurance License Number 0H24806. Pinpoint Number 2022-138608. Expiration May 2024.